0: Our Locked On Falcons postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day. Welcome, everyone, to the Locked On Falcons. Locked on Sports Atlanta postcast here on Locked on Sports Atlanta. Of course, Aaron Freeman here of Locked on Falcons, joined by Jarvis Davis of the ATL Day Ones podcast on Locked on Sports Atlanta. And we are coming at you guys immediately after the thrilling, exciting uh, revenge game in which the Born burner of a game. Now <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Jarvis. You know, to me, I, I know there's going to be a lot of proper people in the chat and in the comments talking about meaningless wins or whatever. Course, I enjoyed yeah. this Sunday. It got off to a little bit of a slow start. You saw some positives for the, the offense early in the game. I think Desmond Ritter had like 25 yards passing in the first half, but then winds up with like 199 yards passing in the second half, two touchdown passes. You know, second half, Devin, Desmond Ritter, you know, I, I tweeted a joke, like he's better than Mahomes, but like he, he is basically like <laughs> it is night and day different. You know, w- what Desmond Ritter looks like once they make those sort of halftime adjustments. And we really saw that uh here he got his first two touchdown passes of his NFL career and really, you know, helped this Falcon team uh find a way to pull off this comeback against Tom Brady of all people you you, you love to see it right
1: absolutely man when you're talking about uh for Tom Brady going under 500 for the first time as a starter in his career that is absolutely amazing the Falcons getting the dub against Tom Brady you know like all that stuff just that stuff matters man from a pettiness standpoint from from just making sure we keep up with those insignificant stats Standpoint, yes, that stuff absolutely matters. But all seriousness, though, man, when you think about the trio, right—the trio that you uh, all offenses look for—that quarterback, wide receiver, and running back—like we saw, it was on full display today. When I was, I actually was crunching some numbers during the game, and you know, people, you know, kind of looked at me kind of crazy because I tweeted out. I was like, man, Drake London would have had, easily had a hundred balls this year if he had a, if uh, if he had as, as his quarterback. And I, I think he had like 36 targets, 25 catches for 333 yards in, in the last four games of the season. That is a very nice clip from a four-game standpoint. That is a very, very good number right there. So I think that when you see those guys going out there and, and, and doing their thing as rookies, you gotta be excited guys i'm sorry like i i know a lot of people want the bryce youngs and the cj stroud and y'all in love with all that man but we think we're talking about 2023 and trying to get a winning record and if what we saw today is uh any glimpse into that 2023 i'm cool i'm ready i'm ready to roll i'm ready to see
0: it yeah Drake London finishes with eight catches 120 yards Uh, Tyler Algier with 135 yards in this game rushing on 24 carries he goes over a thousand yards then breaks William Andrews's uh, record franchise record for most rushing yards for a rookie in a uh, season Uh, you know I think beats it by about 11 or 10 yards or something around that number yep Um, so I agree with you Jarvis like again you know there, there will be a lot of conversation about sort of what you know the Falcons do at the quarterback position there will be I'm sure a lot of conversation about people saying oh they beat you know the Bucks scrubs or whatever but look the Falcons need all the help that they can get yeah, when it comes man. to rebuilding Come on, this offense they're in the start of a rebuild and we've seen glimpses of this offense cooking at a high level without kyle pitts so you're you know you're excited to see oh yeah i forgot about him (laughs) oh yeah i forgot about that dude (laughs) well like you know there's there's a nice little foundation that they have it's obviously no one's gonna sit here and and say hey this team is ready to, to go out there and win shootouts with the kansas city chiefs or anything like that but like this is a nice sort of building block with three rookies that you're feeling pretty good about after this last month of the season where all three of those guys in Desmond Ritter, uh, Drake London and Tyler Algier were really playing good football uh, these last month. And that's something that you can use, you know, whether you believe in momentum or not to springboard into next season. Yeah, man. And and that's the
1: thing that that's all you wanted, right? Because we are obviously with no chances of being in the game going into the playoffs, the Bucks already had a division clinched. I think there is some things that you had to really look for coming into this game and that's what is what we've been talking about in these last few podcasts postcast, excuse me, since Desmond Ritter took over as a starter. We want to see improvement from game one. He looked a little rough. Game two, we saw a little bit of improvement. Game three, we started to see the spread of the ball around a little bit more. Game four, he got a couple touchdown passes in and we saw him do the same thing that you talked about before we got started with this thing, that second half, right? you talking about third downs, making good throws on third downs, avoiding pressure You know, because, hey, the offensive line isn't perfect and that's still Work in progress as well. So he was able to avoid pressure, keep his eyes downfield, make the throw, and then let put the ball in the hands of his guys so they can make a play. So and that's exactly what he did. That's all you can ask for in the quarterback. So, like you said, he started off really slow in that first half, and then the second half, man, he started to see.
0: Dare I say, riddle <laughs> time? Yeah, yeah. Hey, Josh, we, got, we, got a, we got a deep ball in this game. Did you did you see that? I don't, yeah, you, I, a completed
1: deep ball. Like, yeah. he gave the receiver an opportunity to catch the football. Like, we haven't seen that. Like, it is so. It was so like, we we were just so distraught at long ball pass attempts. Like, for probably about uh, three fourths of this season, right? You know what I'm saying? So I think for him to kind of like, and I think on that particular play he had to avoid some pressure on that one and then he threw that was on a run that was on a run Aaron that was on the run he made that throw on the run like 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 it's about baby steps when it comes in this thing man when it comes when it comes to talking about the Falcons man it's about baby steps y'all want to have all these super super duper high expectations man when you see stuff like that you got to point it out man Look, that stuff is good stuff because we did not see that before <laughs> like it could be no pressure It's sit back in there a clean pocket and and that, that that throw down the field would be somewhere where we don't know, expected to be, and like the the, would, the man who threw it didn't even know where we were gonna throw it.
0: Somewhere <laughs> in the stadium, maybe, maybe, it's maybe, like possibly, yeah. potentially. Yeah. Yeah, but nah, Jarvis, man, it's
1: cool to see, man. It's really cool to see. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, and 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 Jarvis, I know we'll sort of wrap up talking a little bit about the, the defense. I, I know you've been pounding the table for you know. Years at this point, time wanting to see that pass rush matters, man. <laughs> go out there and, and improve this defense. They're going to have yeah. a lot of cap space. I think most of us are hoping, expecting, wanting to see this team use a lot of that cap space to improve the defense this offseason. And if you can invest all those resources in the defense, hopefully get that, and you, and you feel like you're comfortable with this offense, you know, again, not going to be a, an elite unit, but a, a solid unit that can keep you competitive and, and put points on the board. Given the presences of of Britter and Algier and London and Pitts and some of these young pieces, you can go out there and feel a lot more confident spending a lot of that money on the defense because you're like, with these guys growing from year one to year two, you will see, you know, big improvement for that. And therefore, all these resources that we have don't have to be spent on the offense as they have consistently been for basically the last 15 years. Now we can actually start investing that in the defense, right?
1: Yeah, it's time, man. It, it's time. Um, I, I think that, and, and you know, a lot of guys. I don't think it's gonna happen, and I, I don't even want to get my hopes up, cause you know uh, that guy up in uh, D.C. Um, that guy's a free agent, and uh, uh, I would love to have him here. Um, and uh, I don't know how much Terry Fondo values defensive lineman. <clears throat> However. Uh, the, if you want to use some cap space, that might be a good place to start. Cause Lord knows if I see uh a Mr. Payne and uh Mr. Jared line up in that interior defensive line, I might come to the to the press box with my shirt off next year. I'm Like I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. <laughs>
0: we're we're wild here at the end of the okay all right Let, you guys heard it man are you now i was making promises you know let's see let's see what terry could do to make that come true you know uh, that on, on Ron Payne. i was a little worried when you said that man up in dc i was like is, is he talking about joe biden no 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 <laughs> man we'll we're, we're gonna stay away from politics this year. We like, like we're politics. gonna
1: not this time not this week during the week man i can't do it on yeah. the weekends like it's sunday yeah, okay. man got you. it's about football uh, yeah. and jesus
0: yeah, man, uh, we'll, we'll see what the offseason has to say. You know, this is this is our final postcast, but you know, Jarvis and I will be linking up many times on Locked On Falcons as well as Locked On Sports Atlanta and ATL Day 1s to we'll keep you covered for this Falcons offseason. But now that, you know, this 2022 season for the Falcons is done, you know, when it comes to at least Atlanta sports, we're, we're putting all our hopes in, into those Georgia Bulldogs on Monday night. So yeah, make sure man. you check out. Uh, Locked on Sports Atlanta, Locked on Bulldogs, as well as part of this, uh, you know, local show family here on Locked On Podcast Network, uh, to get you guys covered for that big game, and of course we'll keep you covered all week long on those pesky Falcons and the ways that they can sort of build things all week long on Locked On Falcons as well. But Jarvis, any any parting words? Any anything you want to say to Tom Brady? Uh, you know, now that he has uh, been handed his first and probably last loss against the Atlanta Falcons in his career.
1: Yeah, stick it to them, Tom. And I, oh yeah, uh, the Cowboys play against the top, top against Tampa in that first round, right? Dan the Quinn, Demarcus Lawrence, Dante Fowler, man, go go eat, man. You haven't you didn't do it here, so go get you something to eat, man. Next week, bro, in the, in the playoffs, doc. <laughs> With peace, we'll see
2: y'all. <laughs> you guys. right there. <laughs> Until then.